0: Now, back to Bet MGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM. Oh, two homers for our Cubbies. Cubs are back. Four-three lead now, four runs for the Cubs now. And after yeah. the fourth inning, they're up
1: by a run. Oh, it's so beautiful to see because you gotta make up some ground. You're two and a half mm-hmm. games back. You're playing the Tigers. You gotta make up some ground against the Brewers, who just won't go away, and you get a two-run shot. From my guy, Dansby uh, Dansby Swanson, in English, and then uh, Jamer, former Washington National great. That's right. Thanks for that, guys. You're welcome. I I told you, I was going to buy a jersey, but I think he's only a rental. My son wants a jersey. He's only 10. I'm trying to... He's like, why would we trade this guy? Why would we get rid of him? Why wouldn't we (laughs) sign him? I'm like, how baseball works. It's all
0: about money. Tough to, it's
1: tough to explain to these kids. Did you, know? you then
0: explain to him about inflation and things like that? He's like, or Daddy, that interest we're, rates. A huge,
1: we're the third biggest market. Why we could spend whatever money? Good for else. him. He is your son. because yeah, He already knows market size. Well, we were talking. <laughs> so the report is, really quick, not that anybody Well, Some people might care. I think people care. But the Cubs are going to be all in this offseason on Shohei Otani. But they're waiting to see uh, if they're going to look to extend Cody Bellinger until they see what that market looks like, which makes no sense. Because, again, throw all the money out there that you want. Uh, win another World Series. He's hitting three twenty this season with over twenty homers. 3- three twenty with twenty homers this season. That's what Bellinger is doing. Car
0: have... keyboom for the Nats getting
1: on the board now too. Good call Let's on this go. one by the way. The Yankees absolute uh dump. Yes.
0: Yeah. We have a terrible Nats. starting pitcher out there. It's a team that's one two three Cancun and the Nats are up one nothing in the third.
1: Yeah, not a not a, not a great run for the Yankees here the last couple of weeks. No, it's not. Man. They're gonna be under five hundred for the first time, I think since nineteen ninety two. And we were talking about that before the season. We were like, you know, even when it's a down year for the Yankees, like the, the Yankees never rebuild. The Dodgers never rebuild. Even when it's a down year, you know, they're still going to finish six, seven games at least above 500. Not this year. Not this year. Not for the Yankees at least. It's been a mess, man.
0: Uh, You can jump, actually, Nats and Yankees, both minus 110 on the money line right now. looking at where the Cubs are, too. With the Cubs up 4-3, yeah, money line, they're minus 160, so.
1: It's crazy that the Nationals have a shot, though, to have a better record still than the New York Yankees this season. Like, coming into the year, yeah, I mean, you trade away Juan Soto. It's like, how? That's what's crazy about baseball, though. I know. I mean, look at the Cardinals have been an epic disaster in the NL Central. Granted, I didn't love the rotation or the bullpen. You have two guys that are... Uh, MVP candidates every season in that lineup, and they're terrible. Uh, the Padres, that's the team that makes no sense. Oh, my God. And I regret ever buying that ticket, them to win the division. I'm never betting against the Dodgers and ever again going into the season. <laughs> but that team makes no sense, you know? Um, man, they're bad. Six games below 500, terrible. Yeah, and you could get the Nats on the – well, they,
0: ah, they just took it down, plus 160 on the run line, so get a little bit more. I mean, I, I'm looking at this right now in this Cubs team and just thinking to myself – there's still, there's still there's still, something going on with them, and oh, yeah. I feel good about it. I feel good about your team. Uh, are like you – you bet on, what, one NFL or one week three preseason game so far? Yeah. I haven't – I haven't – I haven't jumped on a single one. The only reason is because there are just – we are getting mixed reports all over the place about who's going to play and who's not going to play, except for Aaron Rodgers. We know Aaron Rodgers is going to be out there. Your guy yeah, I'm is going to play in the preseason for the first time since 1992 – and that's, like, the rest of it, though, becomes a lot of how much we're going to see. You know, even, like, the Falcons, right? They, they tricked us week one. Week two, you see Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke getting yeah. out there and Drake London and B. John Robinson a little bit. We have no idea what week three is going to look like for them.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, and the preseason's different, you know, obviously, because it's, not, it's no longer four games. It's just three games. And, um... Every team's different. You know, like the Kansas City Chiefs, they like to do the dress rehearsal thing. They like to get Mahomes out there. Mahomes likes to play with the first team offense. They look they like to get those live reps in Certain teams, you're not going to see the starters. The biggest shock was that we're going to see Aaron Rodgers in the preseason. Robert Sala comes out. He's like, you can't coach scared. I get it. Um, That doesn't necessarily make me want to bet the (laughs) Jets. He's Dan campbell light. Like, that's really what he is. (laughs) I I love that guy. I mean, I kind of like him, too. Last year, I took notice after they – I mean, I really took notice. Remember when he was in San Francisco when he was the defensive coordinator? He'd be jumping around. He was a fiery guy. He was down on the sidelines. I'm like, this is what my team needs. Every time my team le- loses a game in the playoffs, it's like they got punched in the mouth. And then last year when they beat the Packers, he's like, "We took them underwater. We just kept hitting them with body blows until they couldn't breathe anymore. And I was like, this is the kind of guy that I want running my squad. But So Aaron Rodgers is going to be out there. That still doesn't make me want to bet them now that it's up. I mean, it's four and a half right now. So we've moved way past the key number. They're four and a half point road favorites against the Giants. The total's 39. How long are we going to see Aaron Rodgers? And what's that mm-hmm. going to look like? Because... I'm worried about that offensive line. I'm worried about my Jets tickets going into the season. Are they going to be able to protect Aaron Rodgers? Uh, Maybe that's being a little bit overblown. Can't wait to watch the new episode tonight. Uh, But I'm not going to bet them. The one that I did bet, the numbers moved a little bit. I guess you could always go money line minus 160. So the Packers uh, didn't technically lose that one for me this weekend because that game uh, wiped out in the fourth quarter. Crazy injury and now they go from one and a half to three though I see against Seattle, but I did bet them at one and a half. I think we might get Jordan Love in the first team offense for a half in this game. And Jordan Love Not trying to overblow this. He looks really damn good, though. I mean, I'm driving in today, and everybody's talking about Jordan Love. Romeo Dobbs has been the best wide receiver in the preseason. That's becoming
0: (laughs) his number one. It's not going to be Christian Watson anymore. Romeo Dobbs, you can see the chemistry clicking very quickly between the two.
1: And here's the thing, like, with Jordan Love, man. I mean, really good offensive line. Elton Jenkins, one of the better guards. David Bakhtiari went healthy. Probably the best tackle. Still top three in the league. Uh, They have a really good center, and I love the skill position players. Dobbs had a really good start to the season last year. Then he was in Aaron Rodgers' doghouse, and I just think he lost some confidence. Not with Jordan Love. Like, that's his guy. You know, if he runs the wrong route, Jordan Love throws a pick, he's not going to throw him under the bus on live TV. So I think that's going to help him build back his confidence. Also, you look at the pro football focus grade for this preseason, and he's lighting it up. Christian Watson, I think he's the perfect number two because He's the guy that could take the top off the defense, right? He's not the best route runner. He really only needs to run two or three routes. Uh, He's a burner. And then the guy that nobody's talking about is Jaden Reed out of Michigan State. He's the ultimate gadget guy. That's what they've really lacked in this Matt LaFleur offense. They've tried guys like Tyler Irvin, you know, and they use a lot of pre-snap motion in that offense. That's what I want to see, multiple tight end sets, see what these kids could do, see what Josiah Deguara could finally do. And then you have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. You have two really good backs. So Jordan Love should put up some good numbers. And uh, I want to see more of them this preseason. And with Seattle, I don't think we have to see a whole lot from them. So I did grab Green Bay at one and a half. Don't hate it at three, but I'd rather just go money line at minus 160.
0: Yeah, I like the under right now, 38 and a half for Patriots-Titans, just because the quarterback situation there could be third and fourth string guys. I don't know if Will Levis is playing at all for the Titans. He's got this lower body injury and yeah. what's going on there. But even if it's Malik Willis most of the game, I mean, he's looked better but you know there's going to be a lot of running there's going to be still some inefficient passing he's still growing as a potential quarterback in the NFL i mean that's really what we're talking about here the titans offense hasn't looked good in the preseason at all you're probably not going to see mac jones or bailey zappi this is going to be treated the patriots one with a really good defense even if you're talking about depth guys out there you still have you still have talent that's farther down the depth chart for them right now we've seen that in the preseason so far trace mcsorley and malik cunningham may be playing for them that right, you just geez. like it's just that, that just has the feel to me of a lot of inefficient passing you're gonna have guys dropping balls like we saw even last night right there's a lot of times you were going that's a great throw oh my god please somebody catch the ball jake Fromm had his almost had his his history ruined because of receivers dropping balls but that that to me just feels like an under that 38 and a half is a pretty big number for like malik willis versus trace mcsorley
1: oh yeah C- can i can you tell me if this is an overreaction should we talk we I know we talked about their win total. We talked about the fact that Mike Tomlin's just never gonna have a losing record. But what if the Pittsburgh Steelers have a real offense this season? And I think they have a real offense. I know it's only the preseason, but you know how I feel about George Pickens. You know I'm a mm-hmm. fan of Kenny Pickett. Yep. How good has he looked? Look what he's done. I know it's only three drives. It's against Tampa, it's against Buffalo, but he's completed nine of eleven passes, 113 yards, a pair of touchdowns. Kenny Pickett looks like he's in control of that offense. Looks like everything's really, like, slowed down. He looks like a real NFL quarterback. I mean, look what he did it, to close out the season. The numbers weren't great, but all he did was win games. He's a winner, and now with two capable backs, with one of the better receivers, in my opinion, in the AFC, if healthy, young receivers, that is. Oh, yeah. If they have an offense, man, and they can stay healthy on the defensive side of the ball, T.J. Watt stays healthy. You know he's going to give you double-digit sacks. He's going to be a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Maybe we should be taking a look at the Steelers to win that division. I, I mean, like, I'm there with the Browns. You know, we're all there with the Bengals, but I don't know, man. If they could average
0: 24, 26
1: points per game. I'm just saying, Kenny Pickett looks really good. I know, but essentially you're
0: you're looking at the Steelers at that point as a 13-win team. Like, realistically, are they a 13-win
1: team? Or they all win 10-11 games. You know like let's say Yeah with the Bengals the Bengals are I'm not out on the Bengals that's the team I just worry about their health coming into the and season And that's fair That is the win 12
0: though Then that's that's fair like that's the thing it's like right now you have to look at these rosters and say here's who's healthy so this is how I'm going to approach it right like yes injuries happen especially in the NFL but no we can't predict when they're going to happen so at this point you sit there and say all right the Bengals healthy Ravens healthy I just can't Like, I I get where you're going, but I can't take Kenny Pickett after what we saw last year. Even if they open up the offense. I mean, he threw seven touchdown passes last year. He could triple that and throw 21 and go way over his total. But you're still talking about that Bengals offense that is loaded with weapons. Yeah. And then even on top of that, the Ravens now have those weapons. We just talked to Jeremy Kahn about that in Baltimore. Like, that's... They've got a lot there, too, where, yes, the Steelers' defense can be just about as good as any teams in the NFL. But they're, if they're in positions where they're down in games, I don't trust Kenny Pickett to lead them back and throw them back into it like I would uh, you know, Joe, Burrow. Joe Burrow or really even Lamar Jackson. I mean, I, I understand Lamar has his moments where you're like, he's way too inaccurate. But then you have these moments where he breaks the franchise
1: record for passing yards in a game. Yeah, it's just funny. I just look at all the win totals in that division. I'm like, I like all of these, to be honest with you. Like, I'm really high on Baltimore with a real offensive coordinator, and we saw what Zay Flowers could do last night. Um, but, you know, all the teams have some question marks, too. Baltimore's secondary shaky. You have injuries already. Their pass rush is is shaky. Patrick Queen never really became that player we wanted. I mean, I like Roquan Smith, but he's got to stay healthy, obviously. Uh, Cleveland... Is Deshaun going to go back to being Deshaun? I don't know. All the, all the teams have question marks, but Kenny Pickett has looked really good. That's my overreaction of the preseason is, man, he might be the real deal, and Pittsburgh might be a sneaky team.
0: I mean, listen, Pittsburgh knew what they were doing when they were drafting him, right? They'd seen him up close plenty. He's playing right there. So there, there's, there's a – look, if the Steelers were in – I almost wish those teams were in different divisions so we could really see, like, what they're – what they could max out yeah like what they'd really be uh if you're ready to take your nfl experience to the next level we've got the must have tool for the 2023 season the betql nfl betting preview you're going to unlock a world of sportsbook offers that are going to have you playing smarter it's not about harder we know that this is how it works and with over 10,000 in in-depth game by game simulations at your fingertips you're going to be equipped with unparalleled insights to make informed bets you might be a season better. You may be new at this. No big deal. We can help make you smarter. We can help make it fun for you. You just grab your copy now and you sign up for a premium subscription to BetQL and get ready to conquer the odds. I don't know if you just looked at the score here. Uh, Three-run shot. I was Dude. trying
1: not to be distracted because I was trying to hype you up about Kenny Pickett. I know.
0: And you know what? I love it. And then I saw it and my mood just, this just soured. This is life as a
1: Cubs fan. One minute, God. you're I high. I know. Next minute. This is the Hello. problem.
0: This is why I shouldn't uh, shouldn't even be in on this with you. No, be I'm in to, on it, though. I'm going to have to suffer like you.
1: Roller coasters are meant to, you know, there's some good moments. There's some scary moments. But at the end, we all step off the ride and we're alive.